Welcome to Monday Motivation with Corey Mendoza. Life isn't perfect, nor is it easy, but it can be enjoyable, fulfilling, and purposeful if we choose to create it to be so. Monday Motivations is a quick and easy way to help you create the rich and fulfilling life you desire. Your host, Corey Mendoza, is a highly sought-after speaker, coach, and author, influencing professionals to get real, work less, and live more balanced lives. Each Monday, she interviews an expert in their field to find tips, encouragement, and inspiration for your personal and professional success. Monday Motivations increases your awareness of what you can do with your current situation. Your sense of empowerment will expand, fears, doubts, and worries will vaporize, and you will see more possibilities every day. Let's dig into the next episode of Monday Motivation with Corey Mendoza. Welcome to Monday Motivations, 52 weeks to a more purposeful you. This week, we are on week 15. We're talking about enthusiasm. And I have my friend from A-Town, Atwater. Yeah, we go way back to elementary school, to middle school, to high school. So Tiffany Salcedo, did I say your last name right? You did, got it right. Perfect. So, um, so Tiffany, I'm so excited. You're the perfect person. Um, my right-hand person, Linda, we were trying to figure out who would be a great speaker to talk to us about enthusiasm. And she's like, what do you think about Tiffany? And I'm like, duh. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. So a little bit about Tiffany before we dive into the material. Tiffany is an experienced and passionate UC Davis trainer with almost two decades of human services experience. She holds a Bachelor of Science in Industrial Organizational Psychology. Through her work with UC Davis, Tiffany promotes greatness through empowerment and accountability. While supporting the humanity, care, and dignity of the people we work with and work for in our communities, her highly sought-after workshops are fun, that is the truth. We could just put a period right there and talk all about how fun they are. Uh, point. <laughs> absolutely. They're thoughtful and enlightening and participate participants leave feeling inspired to make positive changes in the way they work and participate in accomplishment of their organizational goals. So thank you for being on the show. So excited. As soon as Linda said, do you want to hang out with Corey? I'm like, Say less. I don't even know what we're doing, but I'm on board. Let's do it. <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm so excited. So, um, so summarize, you know, you, you read this, um, this week's message enthusiasm. It's, it's about a page and a half, um, kind of summarize, you know, what is the message? What's at the heart of the message on enthusiasm? Well, when I read it, um, of course it has one of your journal entries from years ago and I read it and I kind of had to stop for a minute and I said, does Corey have my diary? Does Corey have my diary? Because I really truly feel like I think in some ways we've led parallel lives. It, it's really interesting because we've known each other for so long, but we don't we don't talk to each other every day, every week. But yet when we come back together, it's like we're we're in the same place. It's so total parallel universe. And I really kind of um resonated with that message of, you know, even in hardship, there's joy, even in hardship, like there are things that are going well. Like life is not 
always good and it's not always bad. There's always kind of a mixture of both. Mm -hmm. And then at the end, um, you said something in there that really kind of like hit me right in my heart. I thought, I think me and Corey might be the same person. I don't know what's happening here, <laughs> but, but you said whatever you're going through in life right now, it's just temporary. Mm -hmm. And the reason that that kind of hit me square, square in the middle of the face was, um, you know, I have adult children now and, um, you know, life hasn't always been easy in our family, but we're, we're all in really great places. And, and whenever my kids come home or they need some like mom advice, the thing that I share with them always is like, life is like roller coaster. So life is like a roller co coaster. Sometimes you're heading up the hill and things are going really good. And then sometimes it all comes crashing down, but no matter where you're at right now, good or bad, it's just temporary. And, and you just got to wait for the next thing. And so when things are great, you enjoy it, you savor it, you appreciate it, you have a lot of gratitude. And when things are not going so well, you just hang on because if you just wait it out, it'll get better again. And so it's just temporary. So oh. that's what really struck me. Yeah, yeah. And um, for, for anyone watching that hasn't read the book or this chapter, um, I'll kind of summarize um, what the, the message was about the story that I shared. Um, and, and it is really, you know, in hindsight, it's so easy to look back and find the joy and find the beauty. But when I was going through this particular story, it was terrifying. So I was a single mom and um, I was selling real estate. I was brand new to real estate. And if anybody has sold real estate, you know, you don't get paid unless not only do you sell a house, but escrow closes. And then there's even a time period to wait for that commission check to come in. And it, I was going on about four months of zero income coming in. I had depleted my savings. Um, and I was um, past due on a huge electric bill, which there's a whole nother story on how that electric bill got so huge. As a single mom, I accidentally moved into a Christmas lights show like neighborhood where wow. you, you have like amazing lights that also equates in about an $800 electric bill. So anyways, yeah. um, that bill, I had been chunking away at it, trying to pay it down. Well, it caught up to me. And um, so I get a knock on the front door and it's the PG&E guy saying, I'm here to shut off your electricity. <sighs> My son had just gotten out of surgery. He had to get some gum surgery. So he's on the, on the couch. I'm tending to him. And it was just like panic. Like mm -hmm. it literally felt like I was getting evicted or something. Like it was just the experience was terror and where's the money? And it was just so discouraging. It was like, like I, my life had been through, I had been through so much. And anyways, so I begged the guy, please don't turn it off. And he said, okay, here's the number. I'm going to go take my lunch now and I'll give you time to call them and, and work it out. So I did. Well, when he came back, I'm like, thank you so much. You know, I sell real estate and he's like, oh, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, what do you mean you're sorry? And he's like, real estate is horrible. Cause this was during the mortgage meltdown. Right, um, right. And, and he's like, oh, real estate's horrible. And, and I'm like, no, it's not horrible. I was like, it might seem like it's horrible, but I'm like, every market is an opportunity. And for this market, and, and I just start like, my, my passionate, authentic enthusiasm and my belief in using real estate as a vehicle to accumulate wealth just came out. And he goes, I'm an investor. 
He goes, I have not heard one realtor in the last umpteen months have anything positive to say about real estate. He's like, here's my name. Here's my number. And he's like, I want you to help me buy my next investment property. And he became a client. So, so that's the story about enthusiasm. So having shared that to our, to our listeners, you know, what else comes up for you when you think about that message and, and how you maybe have, have had similar experiences or how you apply enthusiasm to your life? Well, um, I, knowing me for a long time, one of the things, you know, is I'm high energy, right? High energy. And it's just natural. I just wake up and uh, this day I choose violence. I don't choose violence, but I wake up and I'm just, I'm just an energetic person. And, um, you know, growing up, life wasn't always so easy. And, um, I, I came to find, like, I have to find a way to channel this energy and I have to make a conscious decision. Do I want to use this for good or for evil? <laughs> because it could go either way. Right. And when I say good or evil, like I can use this energy to be positive, enthusiastic, and joyous, or I can like live anxiety ridden and stressed out and overwhelmed all of the time because I have those two options. And so I really just chose the, the joy because I'm trying to live my best life. Like my whole purpose in life is to just live my best life. And so I try to do that in every single instance, even something simple, I find extreme passion in it. Um, I, I, we were just talking about eyeshadow before we started yeah. recording. And I remember the last time I saw Corey in person, this had to be like a few years ago. It's been a while. Probably been five. Yeah. Four, I don't know. Years. Quarantine time. I don't know. It could have been a two weeks ago. It could have been seven years ago. I'm not sure, but it was a, a while ago. And I remember seeing her and I was so excited because I had just got a new eyeshadow palette, which is, it's whatever, right? And I told her, Corey, oh my God, you got to see all the colors in this palette. I want to stick all my fingers on it and just do that because it's so pretty. <laughs> it's just like, you have to bring it. I have, I have to see the palette. So I bring it the next day. Like I'm, I'm selling makeup for Urban Decay. Like, look at this palette, look at all the options. And again, it's eyeshadow. It's eyeshadow, but it's so exciting to me because it's again, another opportunity for joy. I love to put makeup on my face and sometimes it looks great. Sometimes I look like a clown, but I'm happy either way. And it's an opportunity. And I'd love to share those types of things with people. Even if it's just simple little things, there's always joy in every moment, every single moment. Yeah. Well, and that's, that's one of the things for. that I like, I love about you. And I think that um, the world benefits from you and the people you work with benefit is that you bring energy and you bring life to others. And so talk to me, how do you handle it when there's say like an um, enthusiasm sucker around you? Like, can you think of any situations or even in the training room um, where you can tell somebody's sucking your enthusiasm or trying to, like, how do you handle that? I exercise the right to ignore. <laughs> so that's like ultimately what it is. Like I, I, there's a lot of choice in life. Like I said, I choose joy. And so I don't choose to give my energy away mm. or, you know, again, move, move my energy into a negative space. And so there's always going to be people in life that are upset at you for being happy. Like, I'm just going to say, I've heard so many people be like, Oh, it must be nice to be so happy all the time. And my answer usually is it really is. You should try it. Like, it's awesome, <laughs> you know? And so I don't judge people for their choices, but I also don't let them suck away my enthusiasm. I might just say, you know what? This sounds like this isn't just for you or this, whatever I'm talking about, isn't for you. And that's okay. 
You don't have to be as excited about it as I am, but I'm not going to minimize my joy because you're uncomfortable with that. So mm -hmm. most of the time I just leave them alone. I let them be miserable. You can be a miserable all by yourself. That's okay. Mm -hmm. You know, another thing I, I think about too, um, and I know this is going to sound a little bit silly, but I always say, if you keep your expectations low, you're never disappointed. And so I know <laughs> I mean, that. But I mean, in all honesty, if you keep your expectations low, you're never disappointed. And so, for example, if I'm in a workshop and I have, let's say, 30 people, I'm not trying to um, please and excite 30 people. If one or two people get something out of my message and one or two people get really excited, then I see that as a success. I've just helped one or two people have a better life. The other 28, they're not ready for all this yet. And that's okay. It's, it's, it's okay. Maybe they're at a low part and they're, they're, um, they're a roller coaster and I'm not going to judge them. So I'm not looking for perfection. I'm just looking for these little moments of connection with people. Um, and I just like thrive on those little, little connections. So if I have a really great conversation with somebody and I leave feeling inspired and they leave feeling inspired, like, you know what, I can live on that, that joy for, you know, a long time. And if I have one ugly interaction with somebody where they're maybe unpleasant or unhappy, well, I can still choose joy in that and be kind and sometimes walk away from gratitude with gratitude saying, I'm so glad I don't see the world that way. Mm -hmm. I'm so glad that I can move past that kind of mentality. And then I find joy in not living in that miserable place. So I don't know. It's just, I think an ongoing conscious choice sometimes to just be happy and yeah. be enthusiastic and be excited because you never know when your temporary moment's going to go away. Mm. So hang on to it. Mm. That's what I look at. Mm. I love it. I have bad days, by the way. I want to yeah, be very so tell honest us about here. Those. Tell us about those. Because some people will be able to relate to the, yes, be positive and ignore the negative and, um, and lower those expectations. But like, tell me, like, let's, let's hear the, the flip side with you. So we get a full, well-rounded perspective. So, yeah. So there's bad days. Like with anybody else, life happens. And um, as much as I try to choose joy, sometimes joy doesn't choose me back. <laughs> or what I'm excited about doesn't pan out the way that I anticipated. And so there's some disappointment. And, and really, um, you know, sometimes you just wake, and wake up and everybody's ugly and everybody's stupid and you just don't want to deal with humanity. It happens. And so in those days, I kind of just try to just stay there for a minute. Like, let me just sit here for a minute. And then I, I think like my ultimate, like flip, like switch flipper for me is to go back to gratitude. Mm. Um, gratitude for me is, is one of the ways that, that I think I shift my energy again, because even in moments that are really bad, again, there's things that you can be grateful for. Like, I'll, I'll tell you a quick story, just something that happened to me recently. Um, I went to San Francisco for my birthday. Uh, it was just a few months ago and I wanted to go, I hadn't been back to the city since, uh, the pandemic had hit. So it had been a few years and, um, we went and we stayed in the Airbnb, had a great time. Th this, uh, category five storm hit the same weekend. And so the streets were flooded. And I mean, it was pouring in 60 mile per hour winds. It was really crazy, but we, we were sitting inside watching it all from the inside, watching um, Stanley Tucci go through Italy. It was a great time. So nonetheless, um, while we were there, uh, it, it rained the whole time. And, and everywhere we went, they said, don't leave your stuff in your car. Don't even leave your car chargers because right. there's like people are breaking into cars. And I'm like, okay, we won't do that. 
the very, very last day, the sun came out and we hadn't been to the pier yet. So I said, look, we our flights in a few hours. Um, it's against the law for us to come to San Francisco and not eat clam chowder. I think it's a law. So yeah. I was like, totally. I don't, I don't want to be unethical and not do this. So absolutely. We checked out of our Airbnb. We had all of our luggage and stuff in the car. We went, we had a quick lunch and lo and behold, we came back. Our black back window was broken and everything was gone. So my birthday presents, our, our clothes, my laptop, our truck keys, like everything that we had, um, was gone. Now that's an ugly story. Like there's, how do you find joy in, in larceny? You know what I mean? How do you find joy? In- I'm waiting. I'm like, you must be a saint if you found joy in that. <laughs> well, you know, the, what, what really happened, like that moment of seeing the broken glass, realizing what happened, I didn't want to let, I didn't want to stay there. And I said, okay, it happened. It's the circumstance. I can't control it. If I cry, if I get upset, if I yell and shout, like, my stuff is still gone. The window's still going to be broken. So I don't want to waste my energy there. So it's really like, okay, what's the next thing I can do that's going to add value here, right? What's the next thing I can do? So I was like, okay, I need to call and make make a, a police report. I need to, let's walk around the block a few times and see if maybe they noticed that we didn't have anything that good and they threw it threw it back on the street. Um, let me, let me uh, you know, what, let me call a locksmith because our car's parked at the airport at home. Like, let's see if we can get a locksmith to meet us there when, when our flight lands so we can get in our truck and drive home. All of these things were going through, like, let's just move forward. Let's just move forward. And so we did that. We get in the car. We're on our way back to the airport. And then all of a sudden, we just start kind of joking about it, my husband and I. So I'm telling him, like, hey, so do you want to drop me off so I can check our bags before we jump on? And he's like, no, let's just carry them on today. Let's just carry the bags. On. I said, okay. And then, um, uh, I, I mean, we just, you know, went to the lightness of it. And, and again, there was a lot of things to be grateful for there. Number one, none of us were harmed. It could have been, you know, could have been robbed at gunpoint. That didn't happen. Um, two, it wasn't our car. It was a rental car and I had the insurance. And so no harm, no foul. I drop it off and say, here's good your luck. vehicle. Good luck. Good luck to you. Right. Um, my laptop was stolen, which was the thing I was most concerned about because all of my work is on there. And I thought, oh, please, I don't even know what a cloud is. I kept saying, please have a cloud, please have a cloud. And so I, I come home to, and I bust out this old rickety, uh, rickety laptop that I had. I had to crank it up with one hand to get it started. And then I turned it on and all of my work started to pop up. And I'm like, oh, I don't know what the cloud is, but it's serving me really well right now. So I was so happy. All of my work was backed up and I got a new laptop, which I was so grateful to be in a position where I could go and buy a new laptop and it was not going to ruin my family's finances. So all of these things, like it was an ugly situation, but it reminded me of how good my life is, right? It reminded me how good my life is and how much support even I had because my husband was with me and he was just like, oh, you know, so and really like, low key also. Yeah, super. He he's super. He's he I'm all energy and he's all just chill. Right. Chill. So I think okay. that's why he hangs out with me because uh because if it was two of us together, oh no, it would be all bad. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but it was just like something that we joked about and now I said, ooh, now I get to buy any luggage and um, you know, it 
what can you do? Being upset and being frustrated and being, oh, I'm a victim. It's, it wasn't going to change anything. So like, why live those feelings? Just get right into what's the next step. What are we going to do here? Oh my it, gosh. It worked out just fine. Oh my God. And how many times have you had the opportunity to share that story? A few, a few, let me oh tell my you. Gosh. So here's a fun fact. Okay. Next day, this is where I, I feel like the, the universe loves me and it does exactly what I need in the moment. It needs it. So the very, very next day I had to work and I was teaching a workshop on change, on managing oh change. Oh my gosh. <laughs> change, right? So fun. I told you I had the old laptop that I yeah. had to crank up. Well, I go and I log in on this rickety old laptop that's super slow. And um, I come to find there's no audio. There's no audio on the, the laptop. So I had to like put in little earbuds. And so right away, once the class started, the earbuds weren't working. And so I, I go, I'm like, I have wired headphones somewhere. So I found these old, like over the ear, like corded things. And I started like just making light of it. I said, well, I always wanted to be a DJ. So I had the headphones on and all day I kept scratching like as we went through. And so I use that as a story of, of like dealing with change. You can't control what happens to you. Mm. but you can control how you react to it. And a lot of times, like our negative feelings that we have, which again, are justified. I'm not going to say that, that, you know, you can't have those ugly feelings, but just don't stay there because don't stay. it just makes it worse. It makes it worse. So when I'm having my bad days, I just say this, I feel my feels. And then I go right into gratitude and say, you know what, maybe I'm not super happy right now, but what are the things I have to be grateful about? And then that brings me right back up to that that level of, okay, shook it off next day, put oh on, gosh. put on three, three colors of eyeshadow and like, let's keep rocking. Oh my gosh. I, you are inspiring me. I'm like, I'm making this video for me. I'm going to watch <laughs> this again and again. Um, okay. So some of the things that you've touched on is ignoring the negativity, just you know, the, the enthusiasm suckers around us. It's like, don't try to change those people. It's like, that's cool. That's their wheelhouse. That's what they're doing. So ignore very powerful. Um, then the next thing you touched on was, um, lowering our expectations because it makes gratitude and enjoyment so much easier. I personally am going to work on that because of this conversation, I tend to, I'm very visionary, futuristic, set big goals. And so I, I can see how I can get, it's harder to stay positive and enthusiastic when my expectations are constantly doing this. Well, can I share something yeah. with you on that real quick? I just read, um, I'm always reading cool books. And so Atomic Habits, I just oh. read and I love it, love it, love it. So if anybody wants a good book besides Corey's book, but if you want another good book to read, um, Atomic Habits uh, by James Clear, it's phenomenal. And one of the things he says about expectations, when we set these big goals, it's very easy for us to look at the goal and be disappointed. Like I'm not there, I'm not there. But if you compare it to like an oak tree, you know, when the oak tree starts as a little baby acorn and it's, it's, you know, creating a sapling and then the sapling's a young tree and then it becomes this great oak. Nobody's looking at the sapling going, why are you just a sapling? Aren't you supposed to be a great oak? Like we just have to acknowledge where we're at in the journey and maybe you're not there yet, but are you closer than you were yesterday? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or have you learned something? Have you had a setback mm -hmm. that you've been able to learn from and say, okay, well, 
maybe I took a step back, but this is what I've learned that's going to help me not slide back the next time. It's, it's just appreciate where you're at. Mm -hmm. It's like change, like it's not the big bang theory. It just boom, like these big things don't happen. All of a sudden you're there. It's always like progress of these little monumental changes that have like compounding interest on them. All of a sudden you're going to be there and, and enjoy the path. Yeah. I love that. Cause I'm going to tell you what happens when you reach your goal. You don't say I've reached my goal. Yay. You say, okay, now I need a new one. And so if you're always chasing that dream, Mm -hmm. then you don't stay present and, 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 and love where you're at right now. Cause you always think it's not good enough. Be a sapling for a while. That's all I'm going to say. Be a sapling and be happy to be a sapling. I love that. And, and that's one of the reasons that it says 52 weeks to Mm -hmm. a more purposeful you, because it happens slowly and incrementally. And on this topic of enthusiasm, I know there's going to be some people watching that, that look at you and your vivaciousness, your energy, your enthusiasm. And if they compare themselves with say your energy or my energy, it can be overwhelming. But like you said, where are we today with our enthusiasm and then just kind of grow it a little bit. I love that. I love that. And I, and I want to, I want to make sure I make this distinction too, because my enthusiasm is high energy, but you, your enthusiasm may not show up the same way. There are people that are quietly joyous and there is absolutely nothing wrong with being quietly joyous. And there's people who journal their feelings every night. That's not me. I'm like, ah, I got to yeah. shout from a rooftop, but, but there are other people who maybe um, are, are more internal or more introspective with their joy and with their enthusiasm. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that either. That's a great way to express it. And of course, there will be people that will fall somewhere in between that. I just think the growth comes from showing it in the way that's authentic to who you are mm-hmm. and not trying to compare to how somebody else expresses their joy, yeah. because then you're, then you're not really feeling it internally you're just trying to emulate what somebody else is doing and that doesn't that usually brings disappointment (laughs) rather than enthusiasm so yes and when we're not our our authentic self Mm -hmm. we're not able to inspire other people that are similar to us right so you know I have done the opposite in the past I I spent a great deal of time unconsciously trying to be polished and contained and and not this like my my personality sometimes I'm a weirdo sometimes I'm too much sometimes but that's that's me and so um so yeah so when the more we can be ourselves then we are inspiring other people that are similar to us to be free to be themselves as well. So the recapping we've got um, from Tiffany, ignore the negative, the enthusiasm suckers, um, lower our expectations in in terms of managing disappointment, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, And then I love feel the feels, but don't stay there. Mm -hmm. Move over into gratitude. Um, I loved when you told your story, how you and your husband, when you saw it, you felt the feels, but instead of like being super upset, which I could imagine myself, like I would not have handled it the way that you did. So I'm like, next time I'm going to be like, Tiffany, um, what's the next thing I can do? I absolutely love the jokes. 
I could see my husband and I doing that because we we kind of have that joking thing. Um, yeah. But yeah, do you want me to drop you off to check in the luggage? Or no, I'm just going to do a carry on. I, mean, I love that. And um, and I love how you started focusing on things like none of us were harmed. Um, this is a rental. Like you started finding the beauty in it, finding mm -hmm. the gratitude in it. So um, are there any last um, closing tips of advice for yourself to sustain this authentic enthusiasm that you have and maybe um, advice for others? Um, just, you already shared a lot, but just maybe one last little nugget from Tiff. Um, I would say like for me, like life is an adventure. I, I, I'm going to go with this whole theme of the roller coaster right now. Like uh, there was a time I went through an ugly divorce as well. And um, I live in Southern California and my, my um, kids' dad lives still up in Central California. So we were commuting back and forth every other week, six hours there, six hours back almost every other weekend. It was really hard, but we got season passes to Six Flags, which was like the halfway point for us. And so on the way there and on the way back, I would talk, we would go, me and the kids would go on like one or two roller coasters, right? Because, you know, it was fun, but there's like, you know, when you show up to an amusement park, you're like so excited. Like, what do we want to go on first? Like, let's go on the ride. And then you're standing in line, you're waiting, you're, you know, and then you get on the ride and you're all buckled in. You're like, all right, here we go. And then you have that click, 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 right. And then, and then before you know it, it's all over with. And then you're like, okay, now what? To me, that's like a really good example of, of like how life is. Like you wake up and you're like, okay, or you're born, you know, you're trying to figure out what your life is going to look like. What do I want to do first? Where do I want to go? And then, you know, you have these great moments. And then I will say like the, the Goliath at Six Flags, I love the up and then the initial down, the rest of the ride is horrible. <laughs> like, I don't want to feel like my guts are falling out. So I enjoy part of it, but I didn't enjoy all of it. But then when it was over, it was like, oh, okay, now what are we going to do? And I think life is very, very much like that. We have parts of it that are really enjoyable. And then sometimes with that very enjoyable part of life, there's some stuff that maybe isn't so great, but we get through it. And then we say, all right, what's next? Let's go, let's go. And then at the, at the end, we're just tired. And then we recap, but we're like, let's sit here and think about all of the good things that we did today. Oh, the Goliath was great. What was your favorite ride? And I think like, as I get older, I'm kind of at that point where maybe I can do one or two roller coasters, but um, I still enjoy the sights. And I still like to go back and think about, oh, what was your favorite part of this? Or what did you enjoy? And so kind of going through the parts of, of, of the, my life that have been really great, helped me really appreciate where I'm at today. But the stories I'm not telling is remember when it really sucked, right? Remember that part where I wanted to, where I thought my guts were going to fall out of the roller coaster. We're not talking about that because there's no joy in reliving that, yeah. but there's joy in reliving the small things. Like I just came back from New York city and I got to eat pasta out of a cheese wheel. Okay. Life is good. I, I peaked. Whatever happens after this is just a bonus. Like I, I, I've wanted that on my list forever. I've done it now. Whatever happens is a bonus. I'm at the point where I'm just going to enjoy all of my memories and thoughts and make new ones as I go along. What's next? Who knows? We'll see. Oh, I love we'll it. Well, I hope everyone watching that you feel like you got a shot in the arm of energy, enthusiasm, hope, um, inspiration to be your own authentic self with enthusiasm. And um, my last little nugget that, you know, you helped me remember, Tiffany, is 
um, that whatever we're going through, good or bad, um, positive or negative, it's temporary. So if it's positive, really savor it, really enjoy it. And, and if it's negative, um, one of the things that I, I say to my closest loved ones when they're going through a tough time and I say to myself, I'm like, I will never probably get this negative experience again. What do I want to notice about myself and learn about myself? You know, like say you're waiting for a medical um, result to come back and, and you know, there's going to be two weeks of uncertainty. I'm like, oh my gosh, I might not ever have a two week period where I'm waiting for some result. So what can I learn about myself during this season? Or I love your example of, going through divorce and co-parenting and all that's included in those transitions of something like that, it does end. That time is over. And some of the most um, special mom moments I had were, you know, from a two hour visit, like from, and at the time it was so painful and it felt so limiting, but I'm like, we created a lot of life in our time. So, oh yeah. Yeah. And we got a long ways to go. Yes, we got we a long do, ways to go. Parenting gonna... adult children is a whole new ball game. Oh, I tell you what, yeah, it is. But you know what? That's that's I think my next ride is this adventure of watching my my kids be adults and just really taking pride in the pieces of them that I'm like, I did that. Yeah. I did that. that they take after me. Good job. High five. Yeah. Kissing myself on the cheek, like. And when they're not doing so great, you know, they must get that from their dad. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> just joking. But no, just, just watching them kind of go through life and make the same mistakes and have the same yeah. growth and the same celebrations. Yeah. Like that to me is like so rewarding, you know, because I'm living my life and now they're living their own. And it's just nice when they can cross and you can just really appreciate like the people that you love and 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 appreciate the relationships you have with them just it's just it's so much it's so much love so much love and joy and enthusiasm I just enjoy it so much well and then now I'm thinking of one more note to make (laughs) about lowering expectations I I realize you know I hear it all the time I want my kids to do better than I did Mm -hmm. and and that that's a great you know goal to go after but it's very painful when they don't and and when they do repeat like your own. So what I have found that's really caused me to stay optimistic and hopeful is um, there's been times when my daughter shared different things and it's one of those, you know, dagger in the hearts, like, oh my gosh, she's suffering the same consequences that I've suffered for a similar thing. And I go, you know what? You'll learn just like I did. Mm-hmm. And you'll probably learn better and faster than I did. And yeah. I always tell, I'm like, you're exactly where you're supposed to be. Yeah. Right. Yep, absolutely. And every time that we want to like prevent them from living, living our pain, we're preventing them from gaining the wisdom that we have. And so I let my kids do what you do, what you're going to do, do what you want, because that's what I'm going to do. And I will be here to support you and hear you and love you when you come and tell me how right I always was. I'll be here. I'll wait for you. (laughs) I'll wait. No worries. That happened the other day. She's like, mom, I took your advice and not my friends. And she's like, it totally worked out. And I was like, yeah, sometimes they're like, it they're like mom, remember when you used to tell us this all the time? Yeah. Well, you were right. I'm like, I know, but it's okay. Know. Now, you know, too, we're on the same boat. It's all good. Oh, all right. well, thank you. So everyone. Oh, and then, um, 
Is there anything that we need to know about that you're doing that um, you're for, can, can people hire you for training? Can companies hire you? Yeah, um, call you. Yeah, they know they absolutely can hire me for training. Um, one of the things that I want to get into more is a little bit more like coaching my, oh, yes. my new degree, my new degree, by the way, um, that was one of the things during the pandemic. I was like, oh my God, what am I going to do with my time? Um, and so I said, oh, I'll go back to school. And then my work picked up and I've been working full-time and going to school full-time for a while, but I just graduated, which, um, 40 something years, kids, you, if yeah. you don't have to do it right away, live your life. Yeah. Um, I, I always wanted to be, uh, I'm going to call this, uh, it's a fake, fake, I, you know me, I make up my own stuff when there's not something that fits what I want to do, I make up my places, own thing. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So I always wanted to be a corporate therapist. <laughs> so, so it's like going into places that are dysfunctional and yes. kind of coming in as a, a neutral third party and helping mediate the relationships, not the work. You do oh, the work. Yeah. You worry about the work. Mm-hmm. I'm too, too we young can and refer too business to each other. Yeah. Right. But really about how do we kind of manage those relationships in the workplace, which oftentimes distract us from the work that we do. So how do we make good choices in how we manage people, how we treat each other, how we manage conflict. So if you're dealing with any kind of that stuff on like a big level where you need someone to come in and look and not say, well, this is how it's always been and say, let's talk about how it can be. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. And then what number do they call? Oh, great. Put me on the spot. Um, or, or we can, we can post it later. If you, yeah, don't. that'd be good. They can yeah. just send, shoot me an email. That's probably yeah. the best way to get a hold of me. So they can I'll, get I'll a hold of me in. to get a hold of you. The, I like that. Yeah. I like so, that. So call and you can vet them. Yes, I will. I'll scream. I'll scream. You can scream. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Everyone. Thank you so much. So Monday motivations, 52 weeks to a more purposeful you. We just discussed enthusiasm and next week is going to be the perfect game, which I have my friend Jody. She's on the show. She's amazing. Um, so, okay. Everyone have an awesome week and thank you again, Tiffany. Thank you, Corey. Thank you for listening to this episode of Monday motivation with Corey Mendoza. Did this conversation spark something in you? Did you have an aha moment? Share it with us by writing a review on this episode on your podcast player. Help us get the good news out in the world and help others find this podcast by giving it a five-star review. And be sure to subscribe to the Monday Motivation with Corey Mendoza podcast to not miss the next episode. To learn more about Corey and her brand, Volition, visit choosevolition.com.